Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening in to our live broadcast. We sure appreciate that. We just want to remind you that you can send your prayer requests, testimonies, uh, or any questions that you might have to us at uh, jasondemars.com. You can also email me at demjas at gmail.com. We're going to continue on in our study of the book of Ephesians. We're starting now at chapter 2. And I'm going to read with verse 1. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. So this is where we start. This is where, this is what nature we are born with. We are dead in trespasses and sins. The state of the natural man is spiritual death. We are dead unto righteousness. We are dead, spiritually speaking. Uh, in other words, we're unable to please God. We're unable to seek God. We're unable to put our trust and faith in God. We are dead. Verse 2, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Speaking in time, when he says time past, he's talking about before your conversion. Before you received the new birth, this is how you were walking. You were walking according to the course of this world, the path. The pathway of this world is the way that you were walking. You weren't walking in truth. You weren't walking in light. You were walking in the course of this world. Next part says, according to the prince of the power of the air. Who's that? The prince of the power of the air. Jesus calls him the prince of this world. That's Satan. Satan is the prince of the power of the air. He rules over this earth. He rules over the governments of this earth. He rules over the media of this earth. He uses it and manipulates it to cause people to continue to walk after the nature that they're born in, which is spiritually dead. He deceives them and brings them in further and further and deeper and deeper into their delusion. The course of this world, the way that the natural man, the unregenerate man lives, is according to the spirit of Satan. That is, way, that is the way this world 
the direction of this world is going. That's the way the governments of this world are going. That's the way the media, the entertainment, the music of this world is going, which is this. Satan rules over it. Satan controls it. Why? Because that he wants natural man to just continue to follow his plan and take them to hell with him. And we, in times past, before we were born again of the Spirit of God, we walked according to that same uh, uh, program. It, notice it says, in the children of disobedience. It doesn't call us children of disobedience. In other words, children of the devil. It refers to us as we are disobedient children. We belong to him. We saw in verse chapter 1, verse 4, that he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. That he predestinated us to adoption, to our inheritance. And so, we're ultimately not of this world. And yet, Paul tells us here, even though you were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world, you were dead in sin and trespasses. And you walked according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. But you're not children of disobedience, you're disobedient children of God. Verse 3, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past. That's the second time he's used that phrase. In verse 2, it's time past. In verse 3, it's times past. In other words, he's talking about before our conversion. We had our conversation. It speaks of our manner of life, our conduct, the way we acted and lived, the kind of character that we displayed through our actions. It was in the lusts of the flesh, the desires of the flesh. <laughs> Lust speaks of desire. And it was the desires of the, of, the, of the flesh, the lust, the passions of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. In our soul, there are two that we're born with two natures. Why is that? Because we're hybrid. You know, if we go back to the teaching on serpent seed, there was two lines, the, the sons of uh, sons of Seth and the sons of Cain. The Bible refers to them as the sons of God and the daughters of men. This, those two lines hybrid together, and it produced a hybrid nature, so that we have a wicked nature inside of us. This carried on through the flood because Noah and his wife and his wife produced hybrid sons, Ham, Shem, and Japheth. The whole world is populated by them, and we're from them. We have the two natures. 
the one nature that came from Adam's line, the one nature that came from the serpent's line, the satanic line, that those two natures coming together produced a hybrid, two natures. One nature, which comes from God, which is there, but another nature which comes from evil. Those two natures together producing mankind. So in us we have the nature, we're by nature the children of wrath, even as others. We walked in this world with a nature that was evil, and we were corrupted by the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. So there's two parts to that. There's a demonic realm ruling over our evil nature, which is the second realm, our evil nature, and the demonic spirits ruling over that, keeping us in the path of evil, and that's our nature to do that. We fulfilled the desires of the flesh, the body, and the mind, the spirit, the five natures. We were dominated by the, the desire to fulfill our fleshly and mental passions, our lusts. That's what mankind is driven by. That's what you and I were driven by before we have a nature change. Verse 4, but God, who is rich in mercy, amen. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us. God doesn't love everyone. I know that sounds crazy, but Romans chapter 9, it says, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. Who does God love? God loves those people that he has chosen before the foundation of the world. But even those whom he has chosen before the foundation of the world, we were born natural enemies of God. Romans 3 speaks about it very, very clearly. Let's, let's, let's turn there and let's read. We were born his enemies. What then? Are we better than they? No, in no wise, for we have proved before both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeks after God. This is the state of being spiritually dead. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeks after God. No one seeks God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Their throat is an open sepulchre. With, with their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God 
before their eyes. Now, we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Verse 23, we'll skip to, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That is the condition that we're all in. Verse 5, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. That's our condition, dead in sins. We don't seek after God. Jesus said, no man can come to, to me unless the Father draws him first. No man can come to him. That's the state of the natural, sinful man. No one seeks God. There's none good. No, not one. Our nature, our desires, our sin from the time that we're, that we're born. Our desire is sin until we are born again of the Spirit of God. God is rich in mercy. If God gave us what we deserved, the moment that we enter the age of accountability and committed sin, we would be thrust down into hell. But God is mercy. God is patient. He waits. He gives us an opportunity, a space to repent. He allows us to live. And He leads us and opens our hearts to repentance. It's God rich in mercy. It's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. And the love that He loved us is an eternal love. It's a love that never changes. We were in Him, we were in His mind, predestinated to eternal life before the foundation of the world. And it says, when we, when we were dead in sins, He quickened us, He made us alive together with Christ. When Christ was raised from the dead, we were in Him. God raised us from the dead by his plan. Now he did it literally in our lives when we received the new birth. But effectually, the price was paid and that which was done in Christ, we were in him. We're quickened together with Christ. By grace you're saved. We're going to stop there today. By grace ye are saved. Grace is God's free giving, God's favor. We're saved by God's favor. We're not saved by our choice. We're not saved by what we've done. We're saved the source of our salvation, the source even of the faith that we have is God's God's favor, God's grace. God extends His grace to us. That produces faith within us. He, in in um, Acts thirteen forty eight, just want to read that quickly before we close tonight. 
to show the outworking of the grace of God. Um, and when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. Amen. If you are ordained to eternal life, you will believe. The other scripture, I don't have it written down in front of me, excuse me, is speaking about Lydia. The Bible says the Lord opened her heart so that she would hearken unto the things which Paul spoke. That's the working. God extended grace to Lydia. How did he extend, extend grace? He opened her heart so that she would listen to Paul. You will never believe the word of God until God extends his grace and opens your heart to hear and receive it. Amen. So we'll finish there. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. We appreciate you listening. May the Lord richly bless you.